the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for making it easy. Sometimes it's hard around here on Fridays. Uh, you know, we, we deal with so many idiots throughout the week, and we focus on them. And then at the end of the week, uh, we have to come up with someone who surpasses all of them. And when we do that, we settle on the weekly winner of a very special award. Windows R Us Jerk of the Week Award. Uh, but it is one of those guys who could probably win it every week, but that wouldn't be fair to everybody else, would it? So this week's winner is Governor Andrew Cuomo of New York. He actually might be more than a jerk. Uh, He might actually be a criminal. Uh, I hope that's what happens. Uh, The New York Post has a story on one of his aides. Her name is uh, Melissa DeRosa. And during a video conference with state Democrat leaders, she apologized for lying about the number of people in nursing homes in New York who had died of COVID-19. She said, quote, unquote, we froze. And she said they froze because she was afraid that the numbers would be used against them by federal prosecutors. And she said that Governor Cuomo had rebuffed the legislative request for the numbers in August because, quote, right around the same time, Donald Trump turns this into a gigantic political football. Well, uh, the New York Post has the audio of all of this. And the number of people, by the way, in nursing homes who died, I think it's up to around 13,000. And, of course, Governor Cuomo is the guy who sent them there. And Governor Cuomo is also the guy who has well, has been or was and still is, I guess, slobbered all over by the media for months for the great job he's been doing up there in New York. And while that was happening, of course, President Trump was being trashed by everybody in the media. Here's a little sampling of how the media treated Governor Cuomo. And somewhere in here is my favorite. It's Lester Holt of NBC, speaking of slobbering. He's asking a question while slobbering about being reminded of a general. David, we're sitting by for Governor Cuomo's press conference, his daily briefing. How would you contrast Cuomo and President Trump's handling of the crisis? Truth versus mendacity. Governor Cuomo um, out there day after day after day, everything Trump isn't, honest, direct, brave. Real leadership of the kind the President of the United States should have provided. Governor Cuomo is clearly living in a totally different reality, the actual one, than the president of the United States. Governor Cuomo has become a national leader. For a lot of people, Andrew Cuomo has become the leader of the Democratic Party. He is conveying incredible strength. You spoke to National Guard troops today in a stirring speech that, if I wasn't listening carefully, I thought you would sending soldiers off to war. This has been a remarkable show of leadership by Governor Cuomo in recent days. He's providing hope but not false hope. Governor Cuomo, no. I think, is, is, is one of the heroes on, on the front lines. With all of this adulation that you're getting for doing your job, are you thinking about running for president? Andrew Cuomo, who has a daily television show now uh, and has become in some ways the shadow uh, president. Maybe Trump is just a little bit mad that Governor Cuomo has become a kind of acting president. Dealing with hardship actually makes you stronger. That's what Governor Cuomo said earlier today. That's what I'm going to go teach my kids right now at home. 
going to teach him at home. Brian Stalter, he's got to be one of the most nauseating people ever to be given a job in television at any level anywhere on the planet Earth. Uh, just this, the, the sight of him, number one, and that voice that comes out of him. How does somebody – I worked in TV for a long time, and, you know, I mean, I, Myron Cope was on TV. I mean, some people get on with annoying voices. But I, I, this is a guy who's supposed to be like a serious um, media – uh, analyst how, how does anyway that's that's a that's a jerk for a different time but anyway the impeachment farce is uh has these idiots distracted right now uh, but you wonder how much they're going to cover it tonight and for the next few days i wouldn't expect to see it get a whole lot of coverage just me but the new york post covered it and thanks to them we have our windows are us jerk of the week and it's governor andy cuomo of new york the Jerk of the Week is brought to you by Windows R Us, Pittsburgh's premier exterior replacement company. Expert repair and replacement for windows, roofs, siding, doors, gutters, and downspouts. Why pay double? Visit WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. So uh, that's our Jerk of the Week. Uh, we could we could also, I mean, there's so many uh, candidates now with this impeachment farce going on. Uh, but another story here that uh, could, could have produced quite a few jerks. Uh, Gina Carano, I guess that's how you pronounce her name. I, I don't know. I mean, I know who she is because I've he- have heard about this story, but also because I've I sort of have an idea uh, about the uh, the show, the, the Mandalorian, which is some kind of a, a t- um, uh, shoot off from Star Wars. Uh, and it's on HBO and I've, I've never seen it, but uh, apparently she's a big star. She was fired from the show by Disney because of uh, what she said on social media, of course. You can't, you know, she's a conservative. One of the things she did, uh, she, um, they, she she had annoyed the people on the left because she didn't have her pronouns listed on her Twitter feed. For some reason, you know, uh, Gina thought that her name being Gina and her picture being there, uh, that most people would just assume that if you were going to refer to her, you would say her. And if uh, you wanted to refer to something she said, you would say she said it. But uh, this is 2021, and you're supposed to have uh, – you're supposed to let people know what your pronouns are. To, I think, about 12 – not even 12 – a percent and a half of the people in the country actually care about that. But what she said uh, was that they really didn't like was um, she said Republicans are like Jews in, during the Holocaust in Germany. Uh, that's they're being treated that way. Uh, she said Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. And because history is edited, most people today don't realize that to get to the point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is that any different from hating someone for their political views? Well, that was uh, that was not good uh, for for Disney. They 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 said that was terrible. Uh, her social media postings were uh, denigrating people, and they were uh, reprehensible and blah blah blah. So, uh, which is kind of interesting because. Um, there's a guy named uh, Pedro Pascal, P-A-S-C-A-L. He is the uh, is her co-star on the show, and um, this is what uh, Pedro did back uh, a few months ago. I, mean, I don't know when it was. Maybe it might have been a couple years ago. 
He's got a tweet that uh, says, This is America. It has a picture of Germany in 1944, and it shows um, people in a concentration camp behind barbed wire, young people. And they're uh, obviously it's a Jewish uh, uh, concentration camp. And below it is a picture of kids in cages. Remember the kids in cages routine back in, uh, in the early days of the Trump administration? Uh, that's what uh, he did, but he didn't. Uh, nobody fired him for that. Uh, and even though the picture that he used in the tweet of the kids in the cages, it was actually taken in 2010, uh, and it's Palestine. It has nothing to do with America. But he, he put that up, and uh, that was okay. And then there's a guy named Jack Morrissey, who is a uh, producer at Disney, and he did a tweet. It's with a picture, and it shows. Uh, a shredder, like a, somebody standing over a shredder outside. You know, it's a shred uh, branches in, trees, and there's bl- uh, red uh, streams of blood coming out of the other end of it. And it says, MAGA kids go screaming hats first into the wood chipper. That was okay. He did not get uh, fired for that and uh, or even suspended or anything like that. So that's what happened to him. And then uh, keep in mind that we're talking here about the Disney uh, company, that's uh, Disney, ABC, ESPN, all under Disney. Disney is the company that filmed Mulan, a movie, uh, in Xinjiang province uh, in China. That's where Uyghurs uh, are murdered and uh, kept in concentration camps by the Chinese. And the, uh, the Disney's okay with that. They, they, they do per- they're perfectly happy to do business with uh, the Disney uh, Corporation. And um, so, and then you have uh, Disney dealing with Nike, where uh, a company because it's ESPN and uh, and Nike is a big sponsor of ESPN, um, and and, uh, and ESPN carrying the NBA and ESPN being a, a, a NBA games being a big deal in China, uh, where they use Uyghurs uh, uh, to. Make the shoes, Nike's products, jerseys for the NBA players. With they're slaves, they live in camps with barbed wire, and they're slaves. Disney's okay with that, but uh, Gina Carano making that uh, reference not good. Couldn't get away with that. So then somebody came up with uh, a, a list of uh, people, famous people. This is who's this from? Not the Bee. It's called. It's kind of a a, a takeoff on my one of my favorite sites and favorite Twitter follows. Uh, the Babylon B, but there's a listing of eight people here. Uh, President Joe Biden compared uh, Donald Trump to Joseph Goebbels, uh, the Reich Minister of Propaganda for Nazi Germany. He did that once. Uh, and then uh, you had uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. She said the United States is running concentration camps on our southern border, and that is exactly what they are. They are concentration camps. And if that doesn't bother you, I want to talk to the people that are concerned enough with humanity to say that we should not, that never again means something. Never again was what's always, of course, associated with the Holocaust. And then uh, Don Lemon compared uh, Trump to Hitler in 2019 on CNN. Robert De Niro uh, had this to say. Um, it's the same playbook as Mussolini, as Hitler, as a dictator, wannabe dictators. It's what they're going to do for the people, make Germany great again, make Italy great again, make America great again. Remember Beto O'Rourke? He did the same thing back in October of 2019 
I don't think that speaking the truth and calling things by their right names is any way disqualifying and being able to work going forward. O'Rourke told Robert Costa of of the Washington Post, I think sooner than later, a majority of Americans, including Republicans, are going to see Trump for who he is and this administration for what it's done. Outside of the Third Reich, give me another example of a Western leader who has called people of one faith inherently defective or dangerous or disqualified from being successful in that country. And then there's Donnie Deutsch of MSNBC. He had uh, he has something in there. He said, uh, these are not MS-13 members. He's talking about the kids in the cages. The overwhelming statistics of people coming into the country are less criminally disposed than the people who live in this country. They are running just like the Jews from ran from the Nazis, just like so many other groups running from persecution for, for safety. And if you vote for Trump, then you, the voter, you not Donald Trump, are standing at the border like Nazis. If you vote, you can no longer separate yourself from the evilness of Donald Trump. And then Hank Johnson, uh, who's a congressman, he said, Hitler rode a wave of nationalism and anti-Semitism to power. Replace anti-Semitism with all Latinos crossing our borders are rapists, drug dealers, and murderers, which Trump, of course, never said. Does that sound familiar? Uh, Johnson uh, was asking that to a crowd, and they all screamed yes, And so he says Americans, particularly black Americans, can't afford to make that same mistake about the harm that could be done by a man named Hitler or a man named Trump. So that's just a few. That was okay for all of them. None of them got canceled. And then there is Congressman Jim Clyburn who said this. And then I've been telling people for a long time now, I'm beginning to see what happened in Germany back in the 1930s. I I never thought that could happen in this country. Uh, How do you elect a person president? then all of a sudden uh, give him the authority to be dictator. That's what we are teetering on here. Uh, That's what Hitler did in Germany. He was elected chancellor, and then because he uh, successfully discredited the news media, took over the churches. I cannot see that happening here. It may happen, but if it did, uh, that means uh, that the American people are much more or less, I should say, intelligent uh, than I uh, think they are. Boy, yeah, well, maybe Jim's a little less intelligent than we all think he is, or he thinks he is. Um, so um, uh, that's uh, that's that's what they're saying uh, about uh, Donald Trump and making those comparisons to the Holocaust, to the Third Reich, to Hitler. Uh, none of them got canceled or even criticized, but Gina Carano, she got fired by uh, Lucasfilms and Disney and the Mandalorian is going to have to find somebody else. And I guess this just means that I'm going to have to continue not ever watching that show, which is what I've been making a habit of doing since it went on the air. So uh, we are uh, we're, we're 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 in the middle of some unbelievable stupidity going on out there. And of course, the cancel culture continues, and this radio program will continue in uh, just a minute. Stick around. Some home repairs just can't wait for spring, especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows. Well, you can count on Windows R Us, the area's premier exterior replacement company. This is John Steigerwald. With over 50 years' experience in the home remodeling industry, Windows R Us offers repair and replacement for roofs, windows, gutters, and downspouts, siding, entry doors, even decks. 
A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial, aluminum, wood, and composite. And to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show. Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. That's WindowsRUsPittsburgh.com. Trading involves financial risk and is not suitable for all investors. Past results do not guarantee future performance. Want to dominate the stock market in 2021? Looking for higher profit potential? With the COVID vaccines, a shifting political landscape, and a new year, it's virtually impossible to guess what will happen next. With Vantage Point, you don't have to. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how our technology can forecast market trends up to three days in advance with incredible accuracy. Text MONEY to 411411 to find explosive moves before they happen. Vantage Point's patented technology analyzes huge quantities of global data in seconds. Text MONEY to 411411 to find out how. Make 2021 your year. Start predicting trends 72 hours in advance and maximize your gains. Text MONEY to 411411 and experience Vantage Point for free. Protect and grow your capital now. Don't wait. Text MONEY to 411411. Go to vantagepointsoftware.com for terms, conditions, and privacy policy. Over 10 years ago, we realized how important saving family memories was and we wanted to help legacy box started from that passion and has now helped over 850,000 families digitally preserve their film reels vhs tapes and photos hi i'm nick and i'm adam what started with the two of us in a garage is now over 200 trained professionals legacy box is a safe and secure way to put all your favorite family memories on an easy to view digital format like a thumb drive dvd or the cloud we ship you a sturdy legacy box to fill with all your outdated media safety barcodes to track your items throughout the process and a prepaid mailing label legacy box has been featured by good morning america and the today show not bad for two kids in a garage that's true nick and here's the best part We always wanted to make it affordable to preserve your entire collection. So we're offering 40% off. Go to LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to take advantage of this exclusive offer. That's LegacyBox.com slash LBOX to save 40%. LegacyBox.com slash LBOX. 2021 is the perfect time to add a healthy new habit to your daily wellness routine. Good nasal hygiene. We all know there's bad stuff in the air. Allergens, bacteria, viruses, and that some of it's very dangerous. So what can you do to protect yourself? Well, you can clean your nose with Navage. Your nose is the body's air filter, and with Navage, you help your body defend itself by flushing out the crud and germs. I'm Martin Hoke, and I invented Navage, the world's only nose cleaner with powered suction. Navage is easy to use, affordable, and it has over 40,000 online reviews averaging 4.7 stars. Join millions of Navage users to relieve congestion and allergies, breathe better, sleep deeper, snore less, and feel healthier without drugs. At Navage.com, CVS, Walgreens, Bed Bath, Target, and Rite Aid. You wash your hands and brush your teeth every day. Let 2021 be the year you start cleaning your nose with Navage. N-A-V-A-G-E. Clean nose, healthy life. Navage. This is the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250. The Answer. Oh, do you know who Ken Sicknick is? Oh, Ken Sicknick is the uh, Capitol Police officer who 
we were told, was killed during the rioting at the uh, Capitol in Washington back on January 6th. Matter of fact, uh, here's a here's a headline from uh, the New York Times. New York Times says he dreamed of being a. Let me see. I just lost it here. Um, it says he he anyway he dreamed of being a uh, a, a policeman and now he's uh, he was killed by uh, rioters at the at the Capitol. And the only problem with it is uh, it's turning out that uh, none of it is true. Um, this this is this is a, an unbelievable story once again that the media jumped on immediately and uh here's the headline it says he dreamed of being a police officer then was killed by a pro trump mob and uh, then on wednesday it says in the in the new york times pro trump rioters attacked that citadel of democracy overpowered mr sicknick and struck him in the head with a fire extinguisher uh, according to two law enforcement officials, with a bloody gash in his head, Mr. Sicknick was rushed to the hospital and placed on law uh, placed on life support. Law enforcement officials uh, told uh, CNN that there was no fire extinguisher. Uh, now that they're saying that, no bloody gash and no blunt force trauma. It's also uh, that uh, not even clear that Sicknick was even rushed to the hospital. According to Revolver News, uh, which is which is I think the site that broke the story, uh, multiple hours after the protest had already concluded, Sicknick texted his own brother Ken that very night. He was basically fine, other than being quote pepper sprayed twice, and confirming he was safe and in good shape. And the next day, the Sicknick family began uh, getting phone calls that Officer Sicknick had been declared dead. Now, remember, first it was just that he had been rushed to the hospital. The phone calls didn't come from the hospital. They didn't come from the treating physicians. They didn't come from the U.S. Capitol Police or the FBI or the DOJ. They came from media reporters, it says here. Certain privileged media personnel were evidently the first to receive sensitive information circulating among, quote-unquote, law enforcement officials that Sicknick was dead. But then it got worse. Uh, it, it turned out Sicknick was not dead yet. These reporters are putting that out there. He's not dead. And then it says here, as apparently uh, premature news of Sicknick's death spread in law enforcement circles, the U.S. Capitol Police Department remained silent, including no response to an early request for confirmation from ProPublica on Thursday evening. The family learned from reporter phone calls that something was wrong. We have not gotten any calls, Ken Sicknick said when first contacted. Brian Sicknick was the youngest of three siblings, all boys. We're kind of overwhelmed right now. You guys are getting reports of his death before I even got anything. And then an hour later, the department issued a a statement rebutting news reports that an officer had died. And then then the department finally reported that Sicknick had died at 930. So what's going on here? Uh, there's been uh, he was cremated, by the way, and there's been no report on the autopsy and what he died of. But uh, the the Sicknick family rushed to the hospital to see what they believed was their uh, brother, Brian, still fighting for his life. And they the, the U.S. Capitol Police issued another statement. Now they said Sicknick was dead. And even in that statement, it said Sicknick, Ken Sicknick had been told his brother, Brian, collapsed inside the Capitol building, then was rushed to the hospital. Uh, and it's the story is going back and forth, but there's no official uh, story uh, from the law enforcement people. There's no there's no autopsy, no results of the autopsy. Sometime between Sicknick being fine, healthy, and back in his office on Wednesday night, 
and dead or effectively dead on Thursday evening. Sicknick apparently suffered a stroke. The sequence of when and how that happened should be the easiest part of the story uh, uh, to put to bed, and yet we are being told to take this on faith, or as the media like to say, without evidence. That's uh, that's um, that's what we're getting. And that's uh, from Revolver News. And uh, one more story about Donald Trump that is not true, and a, and a story about the riots, not true, and not only not true, but we don't know the truth yet. It's been three weeks. We'll be right back. With SRN News, I'm John Scott. Former President Trump's attorneys have wrapped up their arguments at his Senate impeachment trial. The trial now moving into the question and answer phase before both sides offer their closing arguments. The former president's lawyers earlier used audio and video clips of Democrat leaders to make their case he did not seek to incite an insurrection last month. The White House says President Biden will seek to close the prison on the U.S. base at Guantanamo Bay following a review process. Press Secretary Jen Psaki says the intention of the Biden administration is to close the detention facility. Stocks drifting between small gains and losses today as the market closes in on a second straight weekly gain. The Dow gained 27 points, the Nasdaq up 69, and the S&P 500 ahead 18 points. This is SRN News. It's totally normal to be constipated with belly pain, straining and bloating again and again. No way. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation or IBSC. Linzess or linaclotide is a prescription that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives to help relieve belly pain and let you have more frequent and complete bowel movements. Individual results may vary. Do not give to children less than six, and it should not be given to children six to less than 18. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. Talk to your doctor today. You may be able to save on Linzess and make fewer trips to the pharmacy. See if you're eligible to pay as little as $30 for 90 days. Visit Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. AM 1250, The Answer, The Mike Gallagher Show. He's your happy conservative warrior. we got to move heaven and earth to vote for candidates that we know are going to represent our interests, our views, our values. That's what we need to do. Make your voice be heard. Vote with your pocketbook. Vote with your voice. Vote, vote, vote. The Mike Gallagher Show, weekdays at 9, right before Dennis Prager at noon on AM 1250, The Answer. The Synergy Group hopes this message finds you safe and healthy. Roy Locks and his team understand the concerns you have about your well-being. Those concerns may include your investments based on recent volatility in the markets. Roy believes the stock market will recover eventually, but he also understands the importance in taking steps to limit losses and finding upside. Now is the time to consider structured investments that can help you recover losses caused by COVID-19 and the recent market fallout. Call Roy today at 412-673-7760. He can help you focus on future upside in your retirement accounts. He is confident in strategies tailored for you. Roy Locks and the Synergy Group are eager to help in this turbulent period of uncertainty. 412-673-7760. That's 412-673-7760. 
673-7760. Please be well and stay safe. Securities offered through J.W. Cole Financial, member FEDRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors. J.W. Cole Financial and J.W. Cole Advisors are not affiliated with the Synergy Group Incorporated. These days, physical distance can keep us safe and healthy, but emotional distance can strain relationships, especially if drugs or alcohol are involved. If substance abuse or addiction is creating a barrier between you and your child, you may feel alone and you may not know where to turn, but we're here to help you and your family. Partnership to End Addiction offers free resources, guidance, and support. Just a click away. To end addiction, start with connection. To learn more, reach out to us at drugfree.org. AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The Answer. WPGP Pittsburgh. A division of Salem Media Group. Listen on The Answer mobile app, smart speakers, tune in, iHeart, or radio.com. Stuck in traffic? We've got The Answer. Very busy, busy Friday on the inbound Parkway East delays Carnegie to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. And on the Parkway East outbound, that is really heavy between Boulevard of the Allies to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel, close to an extra 10 minutes. Heavy delays on the inbound side as well from Wilkinsburg to the Squirrel Hill Tunnel and 2nd Avenue to the Fort Pitt Bridge. Congested also on outbound 28, Route 8 to the Highland Park Bridge. That's a look at traffic. I'm Jenny Robinson. AM 1250, The Answer, Weather. Cloudy skies for tonight with a low of 22. Cloudy tomorrow with a bit of snow in the afternoon with little to no accumulation. We'll see a high of 30. Tomorrow night, snow at times in the evening, accumulating a coating to an inch. Otherwise cloudy, untreated surfaces will be slippery. The low 23. Sunday, mainly cloudy skies and cold. Sunday will reach a high of 30. With your AccuWeather forecast, I'm Drew Shannon. You're listening to the John Steigerwald Show on AM 1250, The Answer. Yesterday we uh, we told you about a grade school in Philadelphia that is celebrating Angela Davis, the uh, former, not former, the the activist and I guess domestic terrorist and communism. Uh, they're they're celebrating both Angela and communism at this school, and while it's turning out mostly illiterate kids. Uh, Christine Flowers is a syndicated columnist and radio host in Philadelphia. She joins us now. Christine, thanks for being here. Well, thank you so much for asking me again. I always love talking to my my, uh, cross-state cousins in the Pittsburgh area. How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, And and I I always like talking to you. And when I saw what was in Philadelphia, I thought of you because I, I wanted to find out from a Philadelphian What's going on down there? So how many people, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll recap some of the stuff that about that school for people who didn't hear it yesterday, but how many people in Philadelphia are aware of what's going on at William D. Kelly School? Very, very few. Um, none of the mainstream local uh, stations here, Channel 6, Channel 10, uh, Channel 3, you know, the ABC, NBC, and CBS affiliates uh, have covered it. Um, it's, you know, it's basically flown under the radar and it it is amazing that in a city that, you know, our mayor just recently announced that we were no longer going to have Columbus day. We were going to Mm -hmm. celebrate indigenous persons day because Columbus, as everybody knows, ha ha ha, was a butcher and a horrible human being. So we're going to get rid of Columbus, but we're going to celebrate a communist terrorist 
who is apparently a an icon an icon of the Black Power Black Panther movement, and we're going to do that with our youngest, most vulnerable kids, the, you know, the fifth graders. It's just outrageous. I've got a nephew who, thank God, he's in Catholic school, and he is in sixth grade, and I know exactly how impressionable they are at that age. And so it really, it's, it's nauseating, repellent, not surprising with this school district and the city mm-hmm. uh, that I live in, that I love, that I grew up in, and that has really gone to the dogs. But uh, to answer your question yet again, no. Very few people know about what's going on right now. Now, uh, Chris Rufo has been doing a lot of work on this kind of stuff, and he he had it up on his uh, site, and I've had him on the show, uh, and he's been getting a lot of uh, publicity for his uh, work against critical race theory. Um, Right. But but is this this a story that, um, I mean, the the part of the story that's, that's stunning to me is that it's 94% black and 100% economically disadvantaged, and they're cranking them out uh, when these kids are finished. 13% of them are considered functionally literate. Now, that yeah. means, uh, according to my calculations, 87% of them can either not read or barely read, but they're focusing on it. How is that not something that everybody would be upset about and would be begging the media to cover? Well, you know, John, I mean, it's a, it's a great point that you make, and obviously it's something that clear-thinking, clear-headed individuals recognize, that we are abusing our kids uh, simply by not providing them with the services that they need to be able to be literate, to be able to function in the world when they become adults. Unfortunately, the city of Philadelphia has long been a city where slogans and ideology count much more come for much more than uh, any kind of substantive care and concern for the education of children. I mean, don't get me started on the teachers union here in Philadelphia, which is fighting tooth and nail not to go back to brick and mortar schools, not to reopen the schools because of the navel gazing narcissistic public school teachers who really are overly concerned with their own health and safety and, you know, and obviously, and that's contrary to the statistics and the actual science, since COVID does not really spread in school systems, in school, in, um, in school environments. Um, and yet we have them so concerned about this idea of critical race theory, where you have to make sure that you mix in to a curriculum for young kids a healthy dose of white guilt. Make sure that those kids are saddled with the albatross of their origins, that because they're white, because they're not of color, that they need to feel sorry for something that happened centuries ago. Um, mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, unfortunately, the kids who are suffering the most from this whole Angela Davis debacle are, as you pointed out, the kids, children of color, people, African-American. I think it's, um, I think you may have mentioned it, though, 80, I think it's 94 percent. 94 um, black, yeah, 94%. Black. Minority, yeah, minority. And the other 6%, I'm sure, happens to be, um, you know, Hispanic, Latino, Asian, mm-hmm. other minorities, immigrant groups. And they don't care that they're not teaching them how to function in this society. They're not teaching them how to speak correctly, how to add two and two, to learn what science, you know, the left is, is always so concerned with science, right, when it comes to abortion. Well, they right. don't really give a flying fig about, I don't want to say flying fig, but I want to come on your show again, um, yeah. science, when it comes to something about, 
you know, education. So it is. It's, it's outrageous. And I'm really glad that you're talking about it. And, and they have talked about it on um, the, uh, the Answer affiliate out here in Philadelphia. And there are a couple of other talk radio stations that are doing it and some conservative media. But, uh, you know, the, uh, the, the, the local mainstream media are more concerned about the grievances of the, you know, the poor people who have to take public transportation. Um, you know, people teaching us that double masking is the way to protect ourselves yeah. from any kind yeah. of, uh, you know, apocalyptic event. And it, it angers me more than anything else because this is kids that we're dealing with. And Angela Davis was a dangerous creature. I went to Bryn Mawr College, and one of her colleagues in the, uh, you know, the terrorism beat was Kathy Bowden, who was a Bryn Mawr graduate. And those women, those people, did they were domestic terrorists. We talk about the domestic terrorists, and the people are all about the people who uh, uh, rushed the Capitol last yeah. month. Well, whereas, you know, we're praising domestic terrorists, a woman who was, you know, convicted or um, charged with conspiracy to commit murder of police officers. So it, I would say I'm speechless, but I just spent the last five minutes, <laughs> yeah. you know, just doing a filibuster. It, it's, it's, out, it's outrageous. No, but I, that, uh, it's obvious that it, it, it struck a chord with you. Um, it seems to me, uh, if both of us have worked in the media for a while, um, uh, if it, it would seem to me that it's a really good headline, not not good news, but a good headline for a, a newspaper or a uh, any kind of an outlet would be 87 percent of kids at Kelly School can't read. I mean, is that a pretty good? I don't know. Just forget about the 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 the, uh, the substance of it. Just the fact if you're a journalist. How is that not something that you would want? You would just lick your chops over and say, "Boy, I got to look into that." Eighty-seven percent of you, kids coming out of a school can't read. How's that happen? And nobody. How can that? How can there be no curiosity or interest in that from the Philadelphia media? Yeah. Well, I mean, your 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 comment is obviously one hundred percent correct, and your incredulity matches my own. But then I think back on what we've been focusing on in Philadelphia, again, for the past year or so, and that's the, you know, the horrible aggressions against people of color in this majority-minority city. Um, by the way, you know, we have um, the Inquirer. I used to work for the Inquirer before I was um, before we parted our way. You were canceled, they weren't you? Around that, yeah, I was canceled, exactly. I was a white conservative, and so obviously there was no place for me at the Inquirer. But right. they just sent around a, an email that I, I, got, uh, I got a hold of to a friend of mine who still works there that basically was um, apologizing for the fact that 75% of the newsroom was white. And that they wanted equity. They wanted you know, that special word, equity. They wanted to get back to a representative mix for the community. But guess what? <laughs> I mean, when we're talking about 13, 15, 20 percent of the population being people of color, that should be the percentage that's represented in the newsroom. But they want, I mean, they basically wanted 50, 50 or, or more than 50 percent representing people of color, as if the city of Philadelphia only had an obligation to deal with the stories of, you know, minority communities. And it's, I mean, the pendulum is swinging so far in the opposite direction. 
But to circle back around, what angers me is that we are saddling our kids, our innocent kids, our impressionable kids, with this sense of guilt for something that they have no control over, just, you know, because of the color of their skin. This is, this is like a crazy, bizarro world, Martin Luther King. People are being judged now on the color of their skin and not the content of the ca- their character. And if it's not the right color and you're a 12-year-old or you're an 8-year-old or you're a 10-year-old, you're going to be whipped into appropriate um, uh, shame and shape so that you know what your place in society is. It is so damnably outrageous, John, and uh, we got to get a hold of this. I'm glad Chris Russo is doing the work that he's doing. There are some great people out here who are working on the critical race theory um, debacle. We're fighting against it in our um, school districts out in uh, southeastern Pennsylvania. I hope you guys are doing it out in western PA. Um, we can't let it happen. We cannot let this happen. This is an absolute outrage disgrace, and we're going to have a generation of kids who are constantly with their backs bent and feeling as if, you know, they did something wrong when they've done absolutely nothing wrong. And I'm reading here in, in, in Chris's uh, piece, Chris Rufo's piece, the school district of Philadelphia has 18,000 employees and a $3.4 billion budget. And, again, this is just one school, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say that the William D. Kelly School ain't that much different from the other schools, um, no, uh, mi- no. middle schools in, in, the, in, the, in the city school system. And it's the unions that yeah. are running the show, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, was it Jerry Jordan, um, the you know, the uh, head of the union out here, is just he basically told his teachers when the um, the uh, school superintendent said, "Okay, well, we're going back to school now. We're going to start easing our way back into brick and mortar school." Uh, Jordan just stood up and said, "My my people are not coming back, and they're going to protest this." And so, yeah, the and, and guess what happened? <laughs> they didn't go back, and our our uh, weak-willed mayor with the spina, you know, the, the fortitude of a, of a slinky, um, you know, after he finished uh, slandering Columbus and the entire Italian-American community in Philadelphia, uh, he basically said, oh, never mind. You know, we, don't, don't worry, you don't have to go back. You know, we're, we're, we know you're upset, teachers. And it's all the teachers' unions. Whereas in Catholic schools and in many of the private um, non-sectarian schools, You've got kids who have been learning in school since September. They found a way to do it, and they've got the same kind of, uh, you know, conditions that they need to deal with in many of these Catholic schools, which are in very poor parts of the city. Um, they're making it, ma- they're managing to do it. They're making it work. It's the teachers' unions. They just have this they, power on steroids, uh, and no yeah. one has the courage to take them on. Well, I'll give the number again because I like giving it uh, in case you haven't heard it. The, um, the Catholic schools here, I had the, I had the director of Catholic schools for the Pittsburgh Diocese, and she told me that uh, there were, there's 39 schools, five counties, 13,000 students, 1,250 teachers. I know this not, these numbers by heart because they're so astonishing to me. But uh, I asked her, how many cases have you found of teachers being infected by a student, not one, zero is the answer. And they've been open since yep. September. And uh-huh. There you go. And they... Yeah, I, mean, I mean, it's obvious. It's a science. Well, they don't have a... They don't have a... Two things. They don't have a... They don't have... I don't think the... I know that the uh, 
the Catholic schools here don't the teachers are not in a union. I don't think they're in a union here. Uh, I'm guessing they're not, they're not in a union here either. Okay, so uh, if they don't show up for work, they don't get paid and they get fired. And there's and there's um, uh, the, there's some reason for them to show up. There's no incentive for a union teacher to show up. You probably have to murder somebody if you're a member of the teachers union to to uh, justify a firing under their contract. That's the way yeah, it is. That's exactly so. it. Well, unless you use unless you use the wrong um, non PC word, and then if you do that, then they'll get yeah, rid of yeah. you the following day. You know, right? There are certain right. things that you can do that that will trigger a firing uh, within hours, and we know what they are. But uh, no, uh, it's very difficult to get rid of teachers in unions. It's like tenure for professors in universities. Um, now you're an old radio. I'm, I'm almost, go yeah. ahead. No, go ahead. Let oh, you sorry, go ahead. Finish. Say, I was just going to say the the Catholic schools out here. I'm I'm 99% certain. I, no, I'm 100% certain they're not unionized. And they're and these are you know these are hard hard working teachers. And they it would never occur to them to put their own health and safety before that of their children. But at the same time, these public school teachers aren't putting their health and safety in front of any. I mean, they don't have to worry about it. They're just making this whole thing. I really do think, you know, we have a, a radio host out here. Uh, you might one of one of your buddies, um, Chris DeGaulle, and he is. He has always said that it's sort of like people are attached to COVID now. They need mm-hmm. COVID to survive. They embrace the whole COVID culture, oh, yeah. and they don't want to let go of it. And this is right. what I think these teachers are all about. They don't want to get rid of COVID. I'm I'm out of time. Uh, I want you to do me a favor, if you can, Christine. Uh, keep your eye mm-hmm. on this story, and if they ever, if, if somebody does become curious enough to blow it up and then start finding out what's going on, let me know, will you? I, not, I don't have a whole lot of confidence that's going to happen, but if you do, let me know, will you? I will, my dear. I want to try and get it uh, a little bit more publicized out here too. But <laughs> good luck to me, right? Anyway, it was <laughs> great to talk to you. Thank you, Christine. That's Christine Flowers, a syndicated columnist and radio host in Philadelphia. And I'll be right back. Last year, there was a victim of identity theft every three seconds. A criminal could be spending your money applying for loans in your name, damaging your credit, or even selling your personal information on the dark web. Unfortunately, you could miss certain threats to your identity by just checking bank statements and monitoring your credit. The solution? LifeLock Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock sees certain threats you could miss if you're only monitoring your credit and alerts you if they find something suspicious. And if you become a victim of identity theft, a U.S.-based identity restoration specialist dedicated to your case will work to fix it from start to finish. No one can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions and all businesses, but LifeLock can help protect your personal information so you can keep what's yours, yours. Save up to 25% off your first year. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or go to LifeLock.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A. That's LifeLock.com, promo code G-O-R-K-A for 25% off some home repairs just can't wait for spring especially a leaky roof or drafty old windows well you can count on windows or us the area's premier exterior replacement company this is john steigerwald with over 50 years experience in the home remodeling industry windows R us offers repair and replacement for roofs windows gutters and downspouts siding entry doors even decks 
A leaky roof left unfixed can lead to mold and mildew, so don't put it off. Right now, Windows R Us offers 12 months no interest financing and no processing fee through Dollar Bank. Get new factory direct replacement windows for your home or office. Choose from 100% vinyl, commercial, aluminum, wood, and composite. And to show their appreciation to stag fans everywhere, you'll also get 10% off your total project when you mention this show. Get 12 months, no interest, no processing fee, and 10% off. Backed by the best warranty in the industry. Schedule your free estimate and inspection today at windowsruspittsburgh.com. That's windowsruspittsburgh.com. Sounds and pounds of fur. Our hairballs have hairballs. Our cat mama, she's 10 years old. She has dandruff and an oily coat. I have two cats, Zuki and Daisy. Daisy sheds like crazy. If you love your pets as much as I do, you want to do what's best for them to live long, healthy, happy lives. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. I just tried this wonderful, catalicious Dynavite for cats, and my cat has been on it for two weeks. She is not scratching anymore. She's not chewing anymore. It is just the best. I was thrilled when I heard Dynavite for cats was coming out because I would seen the changes in my dog. To introduce my cat to Dynavite, I took the advice from Dynavite and put their food on top of just a scoop in the bowl just to get them used to it because I know if I even switch one little thing, they put their nose up to it. There was not one problem. Dynavite for life. You won't believe how happy your cat will be. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E As life gets back to normal and we start heading back to work, don't leave your leftover stash of toilet paper exposed to rodents. Send them packing the most humane way with plug-in pest-free. G'day, I'm Scott from Plug-in Pest-free, the electromagnetic device that utilises the active wiring in your home or business to keep rodents and pests away. 100% chemical-free and environmentally friendly. Just plug it in. It's that simple. My strongest performer, the Pro Unit, is good for most homes and small businesses up to 4,000 square feet. Now that's fair income. Is your home or business protected? If not, order yours today at gopestfree.com. Use promo code SAVE20 for 20% off. That's gopestfree.com, promo code SAVE20. Gopestfree.com. Promo code SAVE20. Don't spray and regret. Plug in and forget. This is the John Walt Show on AM 1250 and FM 92.5. The answer. So while I was on the air here today, I got a text from a person who lives up in uh, southern Ontario, up where we have uh, property. And, you know, as I've been telling you here, probably ad nauseum, but I have to talk about it. Uh, So I've been telling you here for a while. I uh, haven't been able to go up to our place there since last December, uh, 12 months, uh, 14 months ago. And um, I got a text today that the, the ridiculous lockdown that they're in up there has uh, Canada's worse than the U.S. If you think it's ridiculous here, it's worse in Canada, much worse. The ridiculous lockdown that's been in effect up there for, well, since, I guess, you know, April, whatever, uh, has been extended for two more weeks. And when they're talking about lockdowns there, they're arresting kids uh, or finding parents for letting their kids uh, go on the toboggan slides, play hockey, that kind of thing. They've extended it for two more weeks. This is a place with a population of 500,000 people in the uh, Niagara region, Hamilton, St. Catharines, you know, that area, Niagara Falls. Five new cases they had. Five out of 500,000 people. Lockdown extended two weeks. 
I'll talk to you on Tuesday. We're off Monday. How about that? See you then. The John Steigerwald Show is a production of the Answer Pittsburgh and Salem Media Group.